Thanks for listening to the Thyroid Fixer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Horniman, aka the Thyroid Fixer, functional medicine practitioner, functional nutritionist, thyroid, and weight loss expert. We're talking all things thyroid, hormone, and health-related in order to empower, educate, and transform you. So if you're ready to get your life back, finally, then let's get started. So we're just going to talk briefly today about the importance of not relying on TSH alone. And I know you're probably going to click off because you're like, I heard that podcast already, Amy. You already talked about that. But I think we have to circle back around to it because here's the thing. I have been seeing a ton of patients lately with TSH values actually like 0. 0.7, 0. 0.79, 1.2, 1.9. And if they were just left to those values alone, if, if, if their doctor, which they are, their doctor is just looking at TSH, they're going to be told that they're normal. So this is you. You are going to be told that you're normal because that TSH is falling within the normal lab value range. And in fact, it's even within the functional optimal lab value range. Are you finally at your wit's end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back, you're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. And so many of my patients, they, even my patients, right? Even will soon to be patients and my patients will come to me and they'll say, well, my TSH went down. Isn't that bad? I said, no. That's not a bad thing. We actually want it to go down because we don't want your pituitary screaming at your thyroid to produce more thyroid hormone. Now, remember that TSH is a pituitary hormone. It is not a thyroid hormone. So the pituitary releases TSH, thyroid-stimulating hormone. It stimulates the thyroid. So it, basically, it's poking the thyroid saying, hey, listen, you got to wake up. Because we are sensing here that there is not enough T3 and T4 thyroid hormone in the body. So it's sensing that when we're doing the, the readings here and we're looking at T4, your storage hormone, and T3, your active hormone that gets into the cell, there's just not enough. So thyroid, you need to wake up and make more. That's TSH. So as TSH goes down, your body is sensing that there is enough thyroid hormone in your body. As it goes down, it does not mean that you are hyperthyroid. It does not mean that you have Graves. In order to give you that diagnosis of hyperthyroidism or Graves, we have to look at 
your free T3 and your free T4, as well as your antibody levels. And there's different antibodies for Graves' disease versus Hashimoto's. But we cannot give you a diagnosis of hyperthyroidism, too much medication, Graves' disease based on TSH alone. And so what I'm seeing, even in my patients, and this is why, by the way, that if you become my patient, you are going to see my nurse practitioner that is part of my team unless you are in a restricted state, because I am tired of working with these doctors that patients think are going to be great, and they're going to be on board, and they're going to be okay with changing medications. And maybe they even are at first. Maybe they're even cool with adding in a little bit of T3, changing you up to some armor, actually doing all the testing that we want. But as soon as they see your TSH drop, as soon as they see that 0.7, they're going to freak out. Your medication dose is going to drop or your T3 will be removed completely from the mix, or worst case scenario, your T3 will be removed and your TS or your T4 medication will go up. So you'll just be on more and more Levo or Synthroid, and then you're going to feel worse. We cannot go by TSH alone. As TSH goes down, that is okay as long as you are not feeling hyper, you're not experiencing insomnia, and your free T3 and free T4 aren't jacked up through the roof. Also, when testing, remember to not take your medication before you go get your test done because that alone can push up your T3. So here's a scenario for you. Your TSH is low. You took your, well, because it just is. You've been on T3. We have you optimized. You're feeling better. You're finally losing weight. You're getting your life back. Your hair's growing back. Your energy's coming back. And then you take your medication and you go and get your labs done. Now your TSH is low, which we knew it would be. And, and your free T3 is elevated, which makes your doctor think that you're in a hyper mode. The first thing I ask a patient when they send me their labs, like let's say they're getting read heat labs done. I'm just checking them out. First thing I ask if that free T3 is high, did you take your medication the morning of your labs? Nine times out of 10, the answer is yes. Sometimes it's no. Sometimes it's legitimately elevated. And then we have to go back to how do you feel? Because my free T3 is elevated. I've shared that before. If you want to go back and and listen to what my labs are on T3 only, feel free to look for that podcast. We'll link it in the show notes. But my free T3 is elevated. My TSH is down and I feel fine. I'm optimal. So we have to circle back and ask you, how do you feel? How do you feel is one of the most important questions we can ask a patient. How do you feel? Because if you're feeling all like, well, I'm sweaty and I'm jittery and I've lost a bunch of weight and, and I'm nauseous and I don't feel right and I can't sleep and I'm anxious, well, then maybe you are hyper. Maybe you have pushed into hyperthyroidism and we need to adjust your med and we need to adjust your dose. But if you're not and you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm still tired, I can't lose weight, can't think, still constipated, then it doesn't really matter, does it? We have to go by how you feel. So we don't care about the low TSH. We do care about the free T3 and free T4. If you have a high free T3, we have to figure out, and you still feel hypo, you still feel like garbage, we have to figure out what else is going on. That's when we dive into the gut. So I went through my GI map test with you. That's another here are my labs look inside of me podcast. We'll also link. So you can look, you can listen to both and learn all about what's going on inside this body. We have to look at your gut 
because a lot of times if we're seeing thyroid hormone resistance, it is coming back to your gut health. So if you are experiencing hypo symptoms, the sluggishness, the weight gain, the inability to lose weight, the fatigue, the brain fog, and your free T3 is up, your free T4 is up, your TSH is down, your reverse T3 is okay, we need to look deeper. We need to look at your gut. We need to look at what's going on. Is there H. pylori? Is there SIBO? Is there candida? Do you have an imbalance in gut microflora? Are you not digesting properly? Is your SIG A low? That's going to be a low immune system. That's your first line of defense. So sometimes we have to do some gut healing. We have to look at your hormones. We have to look at your insulin and your blood sugar and your A1C. And we have to look at your cortisol. So those are all the things that, I mean, iron and vitamin D and magnesium and iodine and all kinds of nutrient deficiencies as well. So there's a lot to it. We have to just look that one step more if you are not properly tolerating your thyroid medication, but your numbers look good. I know I digress a little bit there. So I guess I'll term this podcast, don't look at TSH only and thyroid hormone resistance. Because if you are taking the right kind of medication, the right dose for you, the right kind and the right dose for you, individualized, there is no dose that is a one size fits all. I get that question a lot too. What should my T3 be at dose-wise? I, I don't know. You might do well with five micrograms. You might need 150 like I do. I don't know. You're, very, you're an individual person. That's why you have to work with somebody with to figure it out. We have to fix you. So let's not look at TSH alone. Let's look at your free T3 and your free T4. Let's not forget about the reverse T3 and the antibodies, guys. We have to look at those as well. And then... If all else being said, if you feel or if we feel like you have thyroid hormone resistance, we have to go one step further and look at all those other factors, like your gut, like your adrenals, like your cortisol pattern, like all of your hormones, all of them, ladies, testosterone too. You hear me talk about that ad nauseum. We have to test your testosterone as well. So all of the hormones, your adrenals, your iron, we have to make sure you're not anemic. We have to look at your vitamin D level. We have to look at your magnesium, selenium, and iodine. So this is kind of like a like an all-in-one, right? So we're talking about a whole lot of different things in this one little podcast. Your iodine level. I interviewed Dr. Alan Christensen. He wrote, the book is right behind me, The Thyroid Reset Diet. And I love him. I love him to death. I don't agree 100%. I don't agree with 100% of every, you know, every single person I have on my podcast. Sometimes I'm having people on my podcast just to give you a different point of view, just to hear from somebody else. But it doesn't have to be my opinion 100% of the time. So I respectfully disagree with a couple of his points. I have heard and I've shared with you Karen Martell's interview with Dr. Brownstein. I would love to get him on this podcast because I kind of like his take on iodine better. I just cannot wrap my mind around low iodine being okay for everybody. I think it's a very individualized approach. I think we do have to look at iodine levels if you have thyroid hormone resistance. If you're taking medication, your free tea is is up, but you are still in a deep hypo state and you feel like garbage, we have to look at your iodine level. And we probably should do a 24-hour urine collection. So we can definitely look at the serum 
we can look at that. But if we can do an iodine challenge or a 24-hour urine collection to really look at how much iodine you're excreting and how much your body is holding on to, I think that's the proper way to test your iodine level, especially if you are, if you're not responding to that thyroid medication. Now, let me circle back to one more point. I said that there is no one size fits all and there's not. There is one, we'll say caveat, that if you fall into this category, we immediately have to start looking at those other factors. And that is if you cannot tolerate 2.5 micrograms of T3, if 2.5 micrograms of T3, and I have seen patients like this, makes you feel like you're crawling out of your skin, makes you feel jittery, makes you feel anxious, makes you have insomnia, makes you feel just, just tense and all balled up and icky, and you're sweating, your palms are sweating, and your heart's racing, that's a deeper issue. We have to look at your gut. We have to look at your cortisol because 2.5 is enough for my pinky finger. And if you can't tolerate that, that is a signal given by your body that something isn't right. It doesn't mean that you need T4 only. It means that we have to look a little bit deeper as to what is creating that intolerance. Because I guarantee you, your free T3 isn't going to go up on 2.5 micrograms, but you might feel all jacked up like you had five cups of caffeine. With that being said, we have to look at what are those underlying causes that are making you so sensitive to that medication. Most people are not that sensitive to to T3, 2.5 micrograms of T3. Even my people that say, well, Benadryl, that's supposed to make me tired, jacks me up. I get it. Even the people that say, I am super sensitive to every medication my doctor ever gives me. I get it. But if you're super sensitive to 2.5 micrograms of T3, we have to look a little bit deeper. Okay. So if that totally confused you and you're like, oh, I don't know what the hell is going on with my body now, schedule a discovery call. Go to my website, dramyhorneman.com. We'll put the link in the show notes and book a discovery call. There's a little bit of an application form that you have to fill out because we want to make sure that you are a right fit to work with me. So fill that out, book a call, and then we can dive a little bit deeper into what the hell is going on with you. And then allow me to fix you. I am the thyroid fixer. That ties into gut hormones and all that good stuff as well, because it's all tied together and the thyroid's the master gland. So I look forward to talking to you. 